talking about how to reach across the chasm between a believer and the world around us, how we can make a difference, how we can touch people who need Christ. And we, we realize that if we're going to be like Christ, we have to love people as they are. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul writing about love said, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. In the book of Ephesians, uh, Paul continued to write about the, how we express that kind of love. And in uh, chapter 4 and verse 32, he put it this way. He said, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, and just as in Christ God forgave you. So he's expressing words that need to be shared with others that are kind words and love that needs to be expressed in acts of kindness that will make a difference. And uh, so I'm, I'm asking that you and I think about that today. It was a hot summer, humid day in Cincinnati when Joe Delaney and his eight-year-old son were in the backyard playing catch with the baseball. As the two lobbed the ball back and forth, John, Joe could tell something was on his son Jared's mind. At first they talked about Cincinnati Reds baseball, friends, and summer vacation. Then the conversation took a more serious turn, and the question came from his son, Dad, is there a God? Joe had the same helpless feeling he'd experienced on the high school baseball team when he lost sight of a fly ball in the blazing sun. He didn't know whether to move forward, backward, or just stay still. A string of trite answers raced through his mind. In the end, Joe opted for honesty. I don't know, Jared, he replied, as the ball landed solidly in his glove. Joe's agnosticism failed to stifle his son's curiosity. Jared dug a little deeper. If there is a God, how would you know him? I really have no idea, Jared. I only went to church a couple of times when I was a kid, so I don't know, I don't know much about those kind of things. Jared seemed deep in thought for a few moments as they continued to play catch. Suddenly he said, Let, I'll be back, and he headed for the house and I have to get something. He returned with a Myler helium balloon, fresh from the circus, along with pen and index card. Jared, what in the world are you doing? I'm going to send a message to God airmail, the boy replied earnestly. Before jo Joe could protest, his son had started writing, Dear God, if you're real and if you're there, send people who know you to Dad and me. Joe kept his mouth shut, not wanting to dampen his son's enthusiasm. This is silly, he thought, as he helped Jared fasten the card to the balloon string. But God, I'm hoping you're watching, he added to his, his silent petition. After Jared let go of the balloon, father and son stood with their faces to the sky and watched it sail away. Two days later, a pastor said, I became part of the answer to this unusual inquiry. Joe and Jared pulled into the free car wash that our church was holding as part of an outreach into our community on this particular Saturday morning. How much, Joe asked. As he neared the line of bucket sponges and hoses, it's free, I told him, no strings attached. Really, Joe exclaimed. He seemed intrigued with the idea of getting something for nothing. But why are you doing this? We want you to sh want to show you God's love in a practical way. 
It was as if that simple statement opened a hidden door to Joe's heart. The look on his face was incredible. Wait a minute, he practically shouted. Are you guys Christians? Yes, we're Christians, I replied. Are you the kind of Christians who believe in God? I couldn't help but smile. Yes, we're that kind of Christians. After directing a big grin at Jared, Joe proceeded to tell me the story of releasing the helium balloon with this message only days earlier. I guess you're the answer to one of the strangest prayers God's ever received, Joe asked. And he was, they were able to share with Joe and his son how they could come into a relationship with Christ. They were just out there washing cars, just doing it free, just trying to touch people with the love of Christ. Isn't it amazing how God opens doors? Kindness is a language the blind can see and the deaf can hear, somebody said. And you might define kindness as, as the thoughtful consideration of others that results in helping when it costs something. See, if we really are kind and we really do help, it does cost something. God wants to forgive and become real to every person on our planet. But there's a big obstacle. It's not the message nor the lack of people who need it, but the problem is somebody to share it. And that's why Jesus said, pray the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers. We need people to demonstrate God's love. We need people who will show forth to their neighbors and their friends and the people around them the kindness of God, the love of God, the grace of God by offering to do things that show forth that kind of love. I think God's plan is for us to show kindness. This is God's attitude and action toward us. Do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness? Don't you realize that his kindness should lead you to repentance? Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans 2.4. You see, God loves us and shows his kindness in Jesus, demonstrating his love without any strings attached. The Bible says in Romans 5.8 that God so proved his love for us that Christ came to die for us. When we think of Jesus, we often forget his kindness. We think of his power, but his kindness touched pe people. And we often forget that the, the one thing that characterized him above all others was his love, his love and his kindness as he ministered to people tenderly and carefully and kindly. He was kind enough to always be concerned about each person, kind enough to ask a criminal for a drink of water, a criminal woman, a moral woman, I'm sorry, kind enough to have lunch with a, a terrible sinner, kind enough to die for me and for you. You see, the Bible says in Luke 6:35, he is kind even to people who are ungrateful and full of sin. This is also God's attitude and his action through us. That's what he wants to do. That's why that verse I read at the beginning, be kind and compassionate to one another. You may think kindness seems a bit wimpy. Jesus didn't think so. The way we treat others displays the condition of our hearts. Jesus taught that the way we treat others really shows what we're really like and helps to express to others what God is really like. Most people are not convinced God loves them, and so they have to see it in action. They have to see somebody showing it, somebody practicing that action, somebody living out that action, somebody expressing it in some way that will help them. You see, the biggest thing is if they see Christ in us, then we can speak of Christ and have them respond correctly because they see it and then they can hear it. But if we only tell them and don't show them, then they often don't get the message because they're not sure 
it's really true or they're not sure if we're really genuine. Let's think about that as we continue to study this week about how we can make a difference. 